What is up, guys? Boss Man here, and welcome to my MLB Predictions Podcast. Now, today we're going to talk about the big game today in the ALDS, the Minnesota Twins versus the New York Yankees. The Yankees had, I believe, the second-best record in the AL and the second-best record in the league. They're going up against the Minnesota Twins. They had 306 home runs on the year. The Yankees had 305 home runs on the year, so... It's going to be quite the matchup. Uh, obviously, the Twins got big-name pitchers. Jose Barrios is a stud. Jake Odorizzi is a stud, former Tampa Bay Ray. Um, bro, but their lineup, you got like five-plus guys that have over 30 home runs and at least close to 10 that have 20 over. At least eight to miss eight. At least eight that have over 20. And, bro, they got a catcher that has 30-plus home runs. They got Max Kepler has 30-plus home runs. They got, you know... They got um, uh, Jorge Polanco has 25-plus, close to 30 home runs. You got Miguel Sano has 30-plus home runs. I mean, they, they gave up Brian Dozier to the Nationals, and you think, oh, how could this team bounce back? And they've been fucking unbelievable. And when you think about the New York Yankees, I'm a little concerned for the series. I'm a dire Yankees fan. Obviously, they got James Paxton on the mound tonight who's a great pitcher, who's one of the best pitchers on the Yankees, if not the best, minus uh, Luis Severino's hasn't shown much rust towards the end of the year I mean he did have a rough outing against Texas but I still think that you know having Severino back is going to help a lot having Herman out is going to suck and that could be the deciding factor why the Yankees don't advance to the World Series if they do indeed play Houston which I projecting they do but let, let's look at it from both sides alright the Yankees got Didi Gregorius who kind of struggled didn't have the greatest year Gio Urshela who broke out who's unbelievable okay you got Mike Ford, who's a good... They, they got a good bench. Mike Ford's a stud off the bench. I mean, he had a home run off Clayton Kershaw. Not too many people could do that. Although Kershaw isn't really the same pitcher. In the next few years, I think he's going to be out of the league. Um, Obviously, they got Luke Voigt. You got Gary Sanchez. You got Austin Romine, one of the best the backup catchers in baseball. You got Aaron Hicks, who's out. But then you got Giancarlo Stanton, Brett Gardner. You got Aaron Judge. I mean, this, this, these teams are both stacked. The Yankees, I believe, I think it was they missed the, the Twins' record. They broke by one home run, and I'm pretty sure they broke their own record, the Yankees' record. This series is, is I honestly think the Yankees are going to take this at six. Or no, sorry, that was a dumb thing. It's only five games. I think the Yankees are going to take this series in five games. I think in game one, I think the Twins are going to take. I think the final score of this game is going to be Minnesota 6, Yankees 4. I just think James Paxton going up against a bunch of righties isn't going to benefit him. I mean, they're the best, arguably one of the best teams in baseball against left-handed pitching. And I'm just a little concerned for, uh, you know, I'm a little concerned for the for, for the Yankees pitching. I mean, Tanaka's very inconsistent. He's good. Severino, I think tomorrow's going to be Severino. I think Severino's pitching game 3, which is smart, not to burn out your guys in the beginning. But uh, let's... Hold on one sec. I'm going to take a look at. I'm going to go to. The, I'm going to read off. Okay, so let's look at the Yankees' playoff roster. J.A. Happ is horrible. I mean, the fact that this guy had 11, 12 wins this year and he had one of the worst DRAs in baseball goes to show you how stacked the Yankees are. I mean, this guy is, is like just. Like, he's just not a very good starting pitcher. I'd rather have. Chance Adams as a starter in the fucking playoffs and have Hap. I just think J.A. Hap is terrible. And it goes to show you the win the win stat for baseball pitchers is just so overrated. I mean, he there's not much good I could say about him. 
Obviously, you got Zach Britton, who's been a great bullpen asset we had for the last year, about a year plus, year and a half from Baltimore. You know, he was he was good this year. You know, he obviously obviously had his struggles at times, but he's been great. Arolis Chapman's been good as well. He's been good. John Loisica has been a complete abomination. Tommy Canley's back to his normal self after struggling for a few years. Ottaviano's great. So we continue to have one of the best bullpens in baseball. Uh, the late In the late innings against this Twins lineup is going to be really crucial. The one thing I don't like is that about this bullpen is that, you know, we don't have that many righties. We have mostly lefties. I mean, we have Chapman, we got Brennan, but Sessa's not great. Green has struggled, you know. Canley's the only righty I really trust, and Loezica was a really highly touted prospect, and he hasn't really been, you know, this year he was pretty bad, despite being, I think he could be great as a starter, but I don't think he's that good as a relief pitcher, so I'm a little concerned about him, but think about it, we're, we're stacked all in all, we got DJ LeMahieu, I forgot to mention him, one of the best all-around players in base, he's definitely a top, at least a top 12 player in baseball, in my opinion, you got Gleber Torres, who has fucking almost 40 bombs, you got a, a Voight and Carasion, Stanton, Judge. I mean, this team's stacked front in and front out. I mean, as good as the Twins are, I think this might be the only game we drop in the series. Uh, tomorrow, t- what is it, Tanaka on the mound tomorrow? I think I think we should be able uh, I think we'll take, I think this is going to be a five-game series. Um Let's go to the Minnesota Twins and let's see their roster. I mean, I forget some of their pitchers. Uh, obviously, they got Jake Odorizzi, who's been great. Sergio Romo's a great in the bullpen. Um, they they get, uh, sorry, they have Zach Littell, who is good, who's really good. They got Tyler Duffy, who's pretty good as well from the bullpen. So they do got a good bullpen themselves. You know, it's not our bullpen, but they got it. But they got they got a pretty underrated team. But let's be real, they're not the Yankees. We're a much better team than them. I wouldn't be surprised if we. I I, I think. I think I, I actually think this is gonna this can be over in four games. I I just don't see, as good as the Yan- Yankees are, the only thing that they might have a slight edge is power hitting. I think all around our hitters are better, just not as good as power. I think our bullpen's better. I think our pitching is probably equal. Maybe theirs is a little better. I mean, outside of Barrios and Odorizzi, they don't got much depth. So I'd say even, even I mean, the Yankees know Odorizzi pretty well since he played with the Rays for years. Um, I'm projecting we win in four. Tonight, it's going to be a 6-4 loss. Tomorrow, Odorizzi going up against Tanaka. I think it's going to be, I would say, a 5-3 to three Yankees victory. And then game three... I would assume they pitch Gibson, Severino against Gibson. I don't know if these are what's going to happen, but if you pitch Severino against this Twins lineup, I mean, Gibson's not very good. I think it's an 8-4 Yankees victory. And then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go, I don't know who the next two pitchers are, but the Yankees are going to win this series nonetheless. I mean, looking at the, I mean, the Twins are a dangerous team. I mean, they got that kid, one guy that's not talked about enough, Luis Arias. He really started off the year on a high note. The man hit 334. I think he's a slugger and he's a great future player. I mean, you got Miguel Sano, Jorge Polanco, Max Kepler. 
And I think, didn't we draft Jay Cave? I remember we had him for a little bit, but he's never panned out. But he's a really solid bench option. This team's stacked. The short porch could benefit guys like Arturez, obviously, Marwin Gonzalez. Uh, you know, but obviously, Mitch Garver, CJ Krohn. I'm a little concerned, but nonetheless, this should be an easy, easy, easy seat. Not a hard series for the Yankees. Now, we're going to go, we're going to look at other playoff series. Um... Hold on one sec. So we next series we got is the Cardinals. The Cardinals are currently down one zip to the Braves. I think this is going to be a, a Braves sweep. I, I could see I could see a Braves sweep. I just don't think the Cardinals play in a weak division. You know the Cubs aren't the same thing as what they are, and the Pirates aren't very good. And you know the the Reds are always consistently one of the worst teams in baseball, and I just don't see. You know, the Braves got the Nationals. Even without Harper, they've been cooking. The Phillies, even though they're not in the playoffs, are still a good team. The Mets were pretty good this year. The only team that's trash in that division is the Marlins. When you're the Cardinals, you know, you got not that much depth. Obviously, you got guys like Paul DeJong, Matt Carpenter. You know, they have some depth. But Adam Wainwright's not what he used to be. Michael Walker's not that great. They got one pitcher I like that's really good. I believe his name is Jack Flaherty. He's very young. Jack Flaherty's a very good young pitcher that they have. But that's only really one guy. I know Dakota Hudson's decent. Uh, Miles Mikolas has struggled mightily this year. Um, obviously, they have Paul Goldschmidt's great. Colton Wong, eh. They got Marcel Suna. That's good. But let's be real. They're a fringe just getting into the playoffs team. The Braves, they got one of the best young players in baseball in Ronald Acuna Jr., Ozzy Albies, Freddie Freeman. Dansby Swanson starting to pan out. I mean, the Braves should have never called him up as early as they did. Uh, they got Ender and Ciarte. They got Mike Soroka is a great, great young pitcher. I, I'm a big Mike Soroka fan. They got Mike Fulte. Fulte Nowitz. Julio Tehran. I mean, this Atlanta Braves team is just in and out a better team. I say the Braves sweep. Um, I'm pretty, I'm pretty, I'm pretty excited to see how the series, how each and every series is going to pan out. But that series is going to be easy. Now, next series I'm going to talk about is the Carter. Who's the other team that's playing? The Dodgers and the Nationals. So Washington killed them 6-zip, or the Dodgers smoked them 6-zip. Bueller did unbelievable. This is another game, I think. I think Strasburg going up against Kershaw. I do think that the Nationals are going to take this game on the road. Kershaw is not very good in the postseason, and the Nationals have a good, a lot of good right-handed hitters. Strasburg, honestly, I think Strasburg's so underrated. He gets overshadowed by Skirger a lot. I think... You know, I, I I think Kershaw is just not the same, and he's not good in the playoffs. I say this this game is going to be a if I had to guess, probably a five to two Dodgers, a five to two Nationals victory. But then the next two games, let's see who the Dodgers are pitching. They got Hunjin Rue again. Let let me project who the Nationals are going to do. Real quick, the Washington Nationals. The Washington Nationals, who would they pitch game three? I would think they want to spread it out and go Anibal Sanchez and then pitch Corbin game four. 
So if you're going Sanchez against Rue, I mean, Sanchez is a good pitcher, but he's no Hunjin Rue. I mean, that, that game, he had a decent year, but that's... I think he could shock a lot of people. I think he's going to go six, close to seven innings and pitch a two, three-run game. Not a great game, but a good game. But I think the, the Nats bullpen's going to blow it. I think it's going to be a walk-off. I'm saying that game's going to be a 4-3 four, a four, Dodgers victory over the Nationals. I think it's going to be a pitcher's duel. And then game five, Corbin's, even though that's going to be... Even though that's going to be a the next game, I, I think this could be this could actually be a five man a hell against Corbin. I do think the Nationals have a shot, but let's let's be real. They'll take one game. They may take two, but at the end of the day, the Nationals are winning the series. It's 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 going to be it's going to be the Dodgers and sorry the, the Dodgers are going to win the shoots. It's going to be the Dodgers and four. Even if they pitch Corbin game four, Corbin's better than Hill. But the Nationals, he'll beat out Corbin just because the Dodgers lineup's much better. I mean, come on. You got Cody Bellinger. You got Corey Seager. You got Justin Turner. You got, I mean, just everyone who the Dodgers have. They're just, there's no way the Nationals are going to be able to move past them. Strasburg and Game 2 will be the only game they'll do damage in the Nationals. Otherwise, it's going to be all Dodgers. Even if you pitch a lesser pitcher, meaning Hill is worse than Corbin, still both good pitchers. Obviously, Hill was banged up this year. That's why, you know, he didn't pitch much. But at the end of the day, you, you can't, you can't, <laughs> no one's beating the Dodgers. The Dodgers are going to make it to the World Series. Now, if you go to the Houston Astros series against the Rays, they killed them 6-2. Glass now did not pitch terribly. He did have a good outing, but the fifth inning, he kind of imploded. Let's be real. The Houston Astros are probably a better team than the Yankees. You got Cole against Snell in Tampa Bay. Let's be real. You got a 20-game winner versus the struggling Cy Young guy, Snell, last year. Blake Snell's a great pitcher, but against the Astros, that's going to be a tough game. Greinke against Morden. Morden, Morden has a great curveball, and the Astros have, I think... Believe it or not, I do think that the Rays are going to take a 2-1, or the Rays are going to win one game against Granke. But game four, whoever pitches, let's be real. If Verlander pitches game four, it's it's out. Astros in four, nonetheless. I mean, you can't, I mean, compare the two teams. The talent dif difference is just unbelievable. I mean, Houston, let's name it. Correa coming back. Bregman, Altuve. Springer, the pitching, Verlander, Granke. I mean, you got like three or four guys on rotation that's aces. I think, even though I projected the Yankees to beat the Ashers in seven of the ALCS, I think there's a. I think the Ashers do have a slight edge on them. They do have a better team. The only thing the Yankees have that's better is a bullpen. The Ashers have better pitching, and not a better power hitting lineup, but a better all around lineup. The Ashers are a better team, and I, I don't know if the Yankees are going to do it. I'm still projecting they win, but I, I think. I wouldn't be surprised if it's going to be an Astros and Dodgers World Series again. I'm hoping it's not, but the Dodgers are just such a good baseball team. or The Astros are such a good team. And let's be real, the Dodgers don't have a chance against anyone in the AL. So it's it's basically the World Series is the, Astros, the Yankees and Astros because the Dodgers ain't beating either one of those teams. Um, Is there anything else I'm missing? I spoke about the Nationals. I spoke about... The Dodgers, I spoke about the Houston Astros, I spoke about the Yankees. 
I spoke about the Twins. That is about it. Um, now on this podcast, I'm going to discuss football because you know what? I always, I didn't, I haven't really, I've been following football plenty, but I haven't discussed football much, uh, this, this, you know, so far to be the next topic I'm going to talk about. All right. So let's look at week four. Um, obviously there's been some surprises, obviously, you know, yesterday, the game, the Rams and Hawks, uh, was a good game. Obviously the Hawks are, uh, What's that guy's name? Thompson, the safety on the Hawks, got that game-winning interception against Goff. I thought that it was a phenomenal football game. I thought, you know, I, I was hoping the Rams would pull it out. I mean, they've been struggling. Goff looks like rookie year Goff. I'm surprised McVay. McVay is doing everything he can as a coach to be great. I just think Goff's been struggling. Uh, Gurley, him having to throw. I mean, he had to throw the ball, what, 70 times against my Bucks. I mean, that's because Gurley's hurt, and I don't know. I, I think Gurley's going to be done and out of the league in two years. I think you got to start giving Daryl Henderson reps to get acclimated with the NFL defense. I think Daryl Henderson was a stud at Memphis, and I think, you know, the Rams' offense with all the receivers they have is really good, and, and the tight end Everett, and, you know, I don't even need to name the Rams' offense because everyone knows who they have, but the Rams' defense at the end of the day, obviously we know about Aaron Donald and, you know, the corners that they have, and, you know the safeties that they have. It's it's play. It's always such a good defense, but it's playing under potential. Their linebacking core isn't that great. Their D line with Donald and Brockers is great. Their secondary is great, but they're not. They're good at the pass and they're good at getting after the QB. But they're 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 very not terrible, but they're not as good as they should be due to their lack of linebacking core. And I and I think you know I I think I think the Rams are relying too much on Goff, and that's why Goff made a lot of Goff hasn't been good. I I think. People really shouldn't blame Goff for his struggles right now. And one thing I want to talk about is that Stefan Diggs, obviously upset about Minnesota. I love me some Stefan Diggs, but every receiver's a diva because the emergence of Dalvin Cook. And, and you know, the, the, the Vikings have a very good run, opening a run, run blocking O-line, but not a good pass blocking O-line. I mean, people blame it on Cousins. I mean, but Stefan Diggs, I, I don't like receivers. You don't hear Adam Thielen complaining. I mean, he hasn't done a lot, and Kirk Cousins hasn't done a lot. You don't hear Adam Thielen complaining. And I and I hope, I think Laquan Treadwell has potential to be good. I'll stick by my word. At Ole Miss, he was great, and I hope if Diggs gets traded, that'll open up an opportunity for Treadwell to be good. I just don't see, you know, Stephon Diggs is a great receiver, but and he's one of the best route runners and has the stickiest hands in the NFL. But I could, I could see a team like the New York Giants getting him. Why? Reuniting with Pat Shermer. Pat Shermer is a great offensive mind. He coached him in Minnesota, and I could I could see him going there with Sterling Shepard, Golden Tate, Evan Engram, Daniel Jones could use another receiver to throw to, and I think that would be a be great. I mean, Minnesota has a good defense. Obviously, you got Xavier Rhodes, you got Danielle Hunter, you got Linval Joseph, you got uh, they don't have Sheldon Richardson anymore. You got Anthony Barr, Kendricks, Harrison Smith. They got a very good. De- they're like the Rams, a great defense, but they always play under potential. Um, like I said, at the end of the day, Minnesota is going to be a team that's going to be a disappointment this year just because Kirk Cousins isn't a good quarterback. I think Green Bay is going to take that division. Uh, let's look Colt McCoy starting against Minnesota or against, uh, wash or no, he's on Washington playing the Patriots. Let's be real. If I had to make a score projection, that's going to be like a, a 45, to 13 Patriots victory over the Redskins or maybe like a 41 th- I'm going to go to 41 40 44 13 Patriots victory over the Redskins. 
I mean, the Patriots, I think, aren't as good as people say they are. Brady's the GOAT, but I just think they've had one of the weakest schedules in the league. I mean, I, I think they'll probably make the Super Bowl, but I think whoever comes out of the NFC has a chance of beating them. Um, in the NFC, let's be real, I truly believe that if... I really hope it's a 49ers-Patriots Super Bowl. The backup plays, the, plays Tom Brady. I would love to see Jimmy G beat Tom Brady in the Super Bowl, but I, they have such a good D-line, the, the Niners. They got, got a good, a weak secondary, but a good front seven. They got a young and developing receiving core, but it's getting there. Their run game is inconsistent. It's good. Their line is pretty good. Uh, but I, I don't know if they have the talent to make it far. I think if Bridgewater, I'm not a big Bridgewater guy. Let's be real. He's not a very good quarterback. He's always been a guy who's shit the bed with statistics, but has always won games. I, I've never been a Bridgewater fan. I've, I've really don't like Bridgewater that much. I think he's going to throw a lot of dip and dunk to Alvin Kamara this, the rest of the year. But I, I still think that if Breeze comes back per se, like week, let's say week seven, week eight, and he wins, he's at least four and two. I think the Saints have a true run at the Super Bowl. I think, I think this Super Bowl, if I don't make a projection, it's going to be a Saints-Patriots. And I truly think a lot of people are going to hate me for this, but I truly think Drew Brees is a more talented quarterback than Tom Brady. I think people don't know anything about football and generally argue with someone who studies day in and day out like I do. I think Tom Brady is the GOAT, but let's be real. Drew Brees is a way better passer than Tom Brady, and I don't think it's even a question. Tom Brady throws a lot of dip and dunks to guys like Sonny Michel, uh, a lot of guys. Tom Brady, let's be real. I'm not going to talk much about him because I don't want to deal with people, what they have to say and their knowledgeable opinions. He's the GOAT, but you know what? At the end of the day, in my opinion, I think Brady's benefited a lot for the system he's played in. I think I think Breeze is a much better. I think Breeze is more talented. I think the Patriots have a great team. I think when it's all said and done, they'll probably beat the Saints in a Super Bowl just because of how good that team is. But I, I truly, I truly believe that Brady is is. A, I wouldn't say early in his career he was a system guy, but I say the last three years. I mean, he barely throws a pass more than 15, 20 yards. I, I just, I just don't, I, I just don't see. I, I'm not a big. I'm not as big on Brady as I was, you know. Obviously, he had that year. He threw 50 touchdowns to Randy Moss. He beat the Giants. He lost to the Giants twice in the Super Bowl. He's beaten. He beat. The, he did nothing to contribute against the Rams in the Super Bowl. I don't think that's even an argument. He really didn't do much. Uh, or he did great against the Falcons in the Super Bowl. He's just. I what I say about Brady. He's a great system quarterback who's just clutch, and I think he's the goat. But when you compare passing, I don't. I think Breeze is a better, a far and away, a more talented quarterback than Brady. I don't care what anyone says. You can argue all you want. That's my opinion, and I probably know more than most of you. So how about have the knowledge I have before you you, you make an argument? I'm just saying that, and that's not being cocky. That's the truth. Kansas City's a phenomenal team. I mean, Patty Mahomes is one of the best quarterback. I mean, right now, Pat Mahomes is far and away a more talented passer than Tom Brady, Drew Brees. I, Drew Brees and Tom Brady can't make the over the, sh you know, backwards throws. I mean, this man threw 80 times in college with Cliff Kingsbury. He's got the second best arm in the league behind Josh Allen. He's got great receivers. He's got Tyree Kill coming back. Nicole Hardman, Travis Kelsey, great running back core. Eric Fisher playing great, great at offensive line. They did lose Mitch Moore to the Buffalo Bills, but they still got a good team. Their defense isn't great, but. 
that this Chiefs team is great. It's going to be a Chiefs-Patriots AFC Championship game rematch. Um, uh, what else to talk about? The Bears. I think the Lions are turning a lot of heads. Uh, Matt Patricia taking a, a, a not-that-talented Lions defense and, and coaching well. I think Kenny Galladay is doing great. I think Matt Stafford's... I never was big on him, but I do think he's starting to play well. I think he's inconsistent. Uh, I'm a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan, as many of you know. Uh, Winston, you know, he's a, he's a, he's a good... He, he, he sucked the last two years, but this year he's been really good so far. He's got weapons in Evans, Godwin, Howard. Um, I... In the NFC South, I think the Bucks are going to come in second. No bias. Saints are probably finished 11 and 5, 12 and 4. Bucks, I'd say at this pace they can be a 9 and 7 wild card team. They'll probably just miss the playoffs, be like a 2016 season. I say I say Atlanta goes 7 and 9, 8 and 8 in the Panthers. I, I think Cam Newton's a, not a very good quarterback. I think he's a great athlete, not a great passer, not very accurate. You know, he's got good receivers, DJ Moore, Curtis Samuel. Uh, he's got a good tight end in Greg Olson. I think Kyle Allen and Will Greer, they got a great quarterback room, and I don't think Newton's getting his job back from Kyle Allen. I think Kyle uh, Newton's a better quarterback than Allen, but Allen wins football games. Would you rather put, have a guy that puts up better stats and loses or puts up worse stats and wins? It's about winning, and I and I truly believe that the, the Panthers drafted Will Greer as a, as, a, as a solution because of Cam Newton's incompetence. Give Newton one more year after this, and, he, and he'll be elsewhere. But... Looking at this, t- looking at the NFL right now, I think it's fair to say the Dolphins are going to get. I think Josh or the Dolphins with Rosen. I think Rosen's so talented. I think trading away Tunsil was a big mistake. You, he's got no one to throw to, no one to pass the ball to. I mean, he's got okay receivers. A kid Preston Williams is big, can make hard to take down. Gasecki's great, but he's never he's never utilized enough. So him being kind of a bust so far isn't his fault. I think obviously they got Xavier Howard, a great corner. Rashad Jones, a good safety. You got a solid defense, but overall the Dolphins are a one and fifteen, two and fourteen team. Uh, I think Rosen's great, but they're gonna they're gonna tank for Tua. You know, I think Rosen's more talented than people say he is. He had three offensive coordinators in college. You know, people got to look at and, and can't say it just because a guy. I mean, he had nothing in college and nothing in the NFL. So continue to say Rosen's a bust. I will stick by and say he has more talent than any other quarterback in that class. Minus maybe Baker. Minus maybe Baker. And this year, Baker hasn't been great. So uh, looking at everything, if I had to say, do a mock draft. Miami's going to go with Tua with the first pick. Second pick, uh, Chase Young's going to go to Washington Redskins. You know, the Redskins are awful. They can use a talent like Chase Young. Um, another team that I think is going to be bad and have a top pick is probably the Arizona Cardinals. And they go tackle out of Georgia. Andrew Thomas, protect Kyler Murray. If you got to pick the next team on this list. I would say if I had to pick a team that picks a Jerry Judy in the draft, it could be a team like the Pittsburgh Steelers to if they get a high draft pick to replace Antonio Brown, the diva that cost himself a career. I truly believe that, um, you know, the Steelers aren't a very good team. They got a crap defense. That no, no more Ryan Shazier. I wish him nothing but the best in his recovery. They got Devin Bush, who's a stud, but I think he's been hurt. Joe Hayden's been hurt. Tremont Edmonds isn't that good. They don't got a front seven for shit. And they got really one good receiver. And now that he's being double covered, like I said, he and. and He's not doing much, and James Washington isn't doing what Juju did when Brown was there. James Conner's good, but outside of Conner, the line's good. Rudolph's a very good backup, but not a great starter. 
at the end of the day, they're going to have a top five pick, top seven pick, and they don't even have a, a pick, and the Dolphins have that pick. The Dolphins, what I think they should do, you could get that kid, that, that lineman, Wirfs, Tristan Wirfs, I believe his name is. But I think I think the I think the Dolphins go Jerry Judy and Tua give give Tua his college receiver, bro. The Dolphin the Dolphins have the Dolphins in years to come will be good. They're gonna suck. I think they're experts. I think the fact that Miami will probably be a better team than the Jets next year. I think the Jets are cursed. I think Darnold's a phenomenal quarterback, but I think the Jets ownership is just not great. I think Louisiana and Anthony Barr was horrible and Mosley being hurt. I think they need they need another cornerback. I think they have a great secondary, but they need a couple more corners. I think inj- I think the Jets have talent, but injuries are killing them. But at the end of the day, Miami's going to be a very, a very good team. They're going to be the new Oakland Raiders. All the draft picks are going to cash out on them. Two to three years, Miami can be a very good team. I think Cincinnati's going to be the new Cleveland Browns. I think, you know, they got good receivers, but they're always hurt. You know, Dalton's a good quarterback, but his line's crap. Their defense isn't great. You know, another team that I think's not a very good football team is, uh, you know, I think the Falcons have talent, but with Keanu Neal is hurt every single year, and Keanu Neal consistently being hurt and not being able to cover guys up the middle and cover two is what's costing them. Uh, uh, yeah, they got Calvin Ridley, they got Julio Jones, they got Austin Hooper, but Matt Ryan, I don't think he's a very good quarterback in my opinion. I think he's insanely overrated. And they don't, and they, they, they have, they're such, like, they have all this talent, and it's time to move on from Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan's like Cam Noonan. You give him all the time in the world, to, and they just don't replace him. And I think their defense with Grady Jarrett, I think their defense is much better than people say it is. I just think the incompetence of Ryan and Sarkeesian being there last year kind of costed them. Uh, what else is there to talk about? Uh, let's go into college football. Now, I'm going to name one thing. Jalen Hurts, hands down, is going to be a first-round pick. I projected everyone says he's a third or a fourth-rounder, maybe a sixth-rounder. Jalen Hurts is a stud. Jalen Hurts at Alabama did the humble thing and let Tua play over him, not that he had the choice. He's got C.D. Lamb to throw, do, throw to. You know, he's got, he's got all the talent in the world at Oklahoma. I, he's my candidate to finish second in the Heisman voting. I think Tua is going to get the Heisman, but... Hurts is going to come in second. I think Jalen Hurts is one of the best quarterbacks in the country, and I think it's possible he emerges as a first-round pick. This year's class, you got a bunch of guys, but you know I think he's the second quarterback off the board after Tua. Uh, I think I think Oklahoma. I think the the the, the I think it's going to be Alabama, Clemson, Oklahoma, and it's going to be Ohio State. I think Justin Fields is a stud, and he's he's got he's you know Justin Fields is a phenomenal quarterback, and they got a good defense. They got two good corners. They got Okuda, and they got Christian Fulton in the secondary, who are two really good corners. You know, they got Chase Young, arguably the best defensive player in the entire nation. You know, they, they got a good all around team, Ohio State, and you know. But let, let's talk about other quarterbacks. You got Mason Mason Fine from North Texas, who's really good. You got Cole McDonald struggling with injury, but I think Cole McDonald's a dark horse to be a first round pick in twenty twenty one. You got that kid from Texas, Sam Ellinger, that's good. You know, the Big 12 doesn't have the greatest defenses, so anyone can succeed there. You got, um, I'm trying to think of other quarterbacks that are really good in college football. You got uh, my boy Herbie, you know, with the, ah, crap, my back. You got Herbie, but I don't know, he's, he's having a much better year this year. Um, you, you know, in college football, it's interesting uh, Trevor Lawrence has struggled. Uh, Clemson's a little overrated, but I, let's be real. I think he's going to get his crap together and eventually be 
be the I don't think he's overrated. I just think he's struggling. He can't deal with the pressure that's on him, but he he's going to bounce back once he matures, gets emotionally tough to deal with the pressure. He'll be fine. He'll be he'll be fine. You know, you got Travis Etienne, you got T Higgins, you got Justin Ross, you got defensively, you got AJ Terrell is a good corner. You got Isaiah Simmons, a, a good Sam linebacker safety, kind of like uh, kind of like a Mark Barron type player. I'm a big Isaiah Simmons guy from Clemson. You know, their D line is as uh, fuck. Who's that guy? Xavier Thomas is good. I mean, uh, I think Clemson Clemson is a good team, and them struggling a little bit. Don't get scared. Clemson's still going to be really good. Um. One dark horse quarterback for the 2019 draft or the 20, 2019, 2020 draft I want people to look at is KJ Costello for the Cardinals, for Stanford, obviously. This kid plays in a pro-style offense, has a cannon for an arm, is having a good year. He does have a good line. Guys like Forster Sorrell, Walker Little blocking in front of him. He's got, you know, his running back one for the NFL, and he's proven, you know, they rely... They rely more on the pass, but at the end of the day, I'm a big I'm a big uh, KJ Costello guy. I think he's a dark horse candidate to be a first round pick, probably second round pick. I mean, there's a lot of sleeper guys in the mid rounds like Steven Montez, Felipe Franks could have been if he didn't get hurt. Um, you know, they they got they, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of good quarterbacks that are coming into next year. I'm not going to get too much into it. Next year is probably a more stacked draft class than than 2018. Running backs, you got Travis Etienne, Jonathan Taylor, receivers, Jerry Judy, LaVisca Showholt from Colorado. You got C.D. Lamb from Oklahoma. You got Henry Ruggs from Alabama. You got T. Higgins from Clemson. Tight ends, you got that kid Albert Awukabam from Missouri. I mean, I mean, it's just fucking stacked. It's just like you, you can't. You, you look at this college football and it's just like, oh, my God, how, did, how, how is this class so stacked? But, and last but not least, I'm going to make this podcast about 40 minutes long because I want to go eat dinner. Um, I'm going to talk about basketball. Now, this offseason's been relatively quiet. Obviously, the offseason happened. Uh, the NBA season starts in, in a couple weeks. You know, my pick to win it all is the Clippers. Uh, the Clippers are amazing with Paul George, Kawhi Leonard. You've got Pat Beverly. Uh, believe they still have Avery Bradley, one of the best defenses in basketball. You know, I think the Knicks will be better with guys like R.J. Barrett, Kevin Knox. Uh, and they, they got some talent. Dennis Smith Jr., obviously. Frank Frank Natilakina is a bust. But at the end of the day, I, I truly believe that the NBA seasons, uh, Golden State, obviously they got uh, what's-his-face that's out with injury. They got Draymond Green, who's a monster. You got Stephen Curry, who's great. But I, I think the Warriors are going to be a third or fourth seed. Obviously, the Lakers, you got Anthony Davis, LeBron James, uh, Danny Green, Kuzma, I think the Lakers aren't gonna are gonna go far, but they could be easily be a second round exit due to their lack of bench. I I my pick to win it all is the Clippers. You got yeah the Bucks, Giannis, Chris Middleton. You got fucking uh, uh what's his name? Uh, did they sub Brook? They got Brook Lopez. They got or they sub Brook Lopez. They, they, they got a good all-around team. You got, uh, you know, Toronto's not going to be as good, obviously. Yeah, they have Siakam, but they don't got what's-his-face anymore. Uh, uh, they still have Larry. They don't have DeRozan, and they don't have Leonard. Uh, I think you got Houston, Chris or not Chris Paul, uh, Westbrook, Harden, Capella. That's a team to look out for. Uh, people say Harden and, and, and Westbrook, oh man, oh, they're two ball dominant guards, but that didn't seem to be an issue with Chris Paul there and they're good friends. 
I, th- I think Houston's going to be a good team. I, I truly believe my pick for, for the, the, the Western Conference Finals, it's going to be, it's going to be, in my opinion, it's going to be the Clippers and the Clippers and the Rockets. I think the Lakers are a good team, but I don't think they have the depth the Rockets have off the bench and everything. And I think in the other or in the Eastern Conference, it's probably going to be my Sixers. I'm a big Sixers fan, and the Bucks. Um, one sleeper team to watch out for in the Western Conference is the Nuggets. They got Porter Jr. back, fully healthy. You got Nikolai Jokic, who's an animal. You got um, obviously you got what's his face. You got. Gary Gary Harris, Will Barden, you got a bunch of depth there, in uh, in uh, Denver, uh, the Pelicans. They you know they got Zion, they they got Ingram, they got that big haul from the Lakers. A bunch of young guys. Do I think they'll make the playoffs yet? No. Do I think they'll have their time in the future? Yes. Um. Anyway, guys, that's all for today for my podcast. I hope you guys tune in and enjoy. Thank you for watching, and and I will do one again soon.